you see right now, you are sitting somewhere listening to this podcast episode. And deep down, you think that you are bad, a failure, because you don't have a man or you can't make it work in this situationship that you're in. And you want to so badly to be called the good woman behind that good man. And unfortunately, because deep down you believe you're a failure because you're single, you will do it by any means necessary, which leaves you constantly in this cycle of frustration. Yeah, you are loyal, but not to you though. You are loyal to him and not to you. And you not having a man, I want you to know it doesn't intrinsically mean that you are bad or a failure. And I wish you would stop seeing single as a punishment or that you're in some kind of like waiting period for something greater than the life you have now. Listen, when you're confident in your singleness like I am, you will know that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status and it'll play out in your actions because we are our behaviors. So your actions, right? And what do your actions, what do your behaviors with men show you about you? And yeah, sometimes I'm with you. I'm like, I'm a good woman. Where is my husband? Where is my Boaz? As us black women who grew up in the church say all the time, they always be like, girl, you need to find your Boaz. Where your Boaz? Anyway, I do have those thoughts. I I really do. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you as confident as I am in my singleness. Sometimes I still have those thoughts. But now that I've gone on a true self-love journey, I stop myself well before I play out that tired ride or die narrative. Because deep down, I no longer think I'm a failure because I'm single. All right, let's go ahead and get into this episode. I know I've talked about this before, but I wanted to update it. Behind every good man is a good woman. What does that even mean, girl? Let's get into it after the intro. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika. And I, I'm an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. 
You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. Day three, proud of myself, um, continuing my series, cliches in dating that are holding us back as women, okay? Um, and today's cliche is behind every good man, there is a good woman. And the reason why I brought this up is because I got asked that question. Um, someone slid into my DMs and asked me, what, what does that mean? What do you think it means, right? And this question is coming from a woman who has the mind of she's sitting somewhere thinking that she is bad because she doesn't have a man, that she is a failure because she doesn't have a man. And you want to be called a good woman so bad. You want that title. Like, look at that good woman behind that good man. And you want it so badly that you will do whatever it takes to keep this man that you have deemed good, the one that you can create into a good man. So someone can say that about you. Behind that good man is that good woman. And unfortunately, you will do that no matter what. Okay? Um, because you're falling for the societal cliches that people have been saying for years and years and years and years and years and years, right? And our grandparents passes down to us and all of these things that we internalize and we're conditioned as a woman to believe you are only good once you are picked. And once you're picked, you got a good man. And behind that good man is a good woman. So the mindset that you have thinking that Okay. I don't like the mindset you have, but I'm happy that you're questioning it, questioning it because I, we need to question everything, question everything, every cliche, every wording, every thing your aunties tell you, everything your grandmas tell you about relationships, question everything, question everything, because what does that mean? Why does it matter? Who cares? Who cares? And then also, how about this? Define it for yourself. Because you don't make a man good and a man doesn't make you good, period. And also, order matters, right? Meaning it's not the act of him finding you that makes you a good woman 
or him a good man. You must already be operating as such as people. The Bible says you will know them by my fruit. What fruit is this deemed good man that you see and want to be with so badly? What fruit does he have? How is he a good man? Yo, I really do be getting out here live with no makeup, nothing. Just I, this is how much I love you. Because I one day when I can't afford a makeup team, when I do lives and I'll be on these shows, I'm going to have my makeup done every day. But right now, fake it till I make it, right? At least my hair be done because the hair be lit. But I really be on here with no makeup. That's okay. I'm cute though. <laughs> so yeah. So the Bible says you will know him by, you will know them by their fruit, right? So he isn't a good man just because you're attracted to him and you like him. Is he a great communicator and willing to get better and work on it? Has he worked on himself and wants to continue that? Is he great at relationships? You don't want to be with somebody you're just attracted to and you get butterflies. Is this person good at relationships? Are you good at relationships? I would argue no if you are seeking things like, okay, well, what does that really mean? Because I need to figure this out. Because somebody who's asking me that question, Rika, what does behind every good man as a good woman mean? Like, what does that mean? It lets me know that you are trying to figure out the cheat code to getting into a relationship because you want to be in a relationship so badly because being single makes you feel like a failure. If that situationship you're in fails, you feel like a failure. And you're not even happy in the relationship you have. That situationship is not making you happy. So I would argue you staying in that relationship makes you a failure. Why are you staying in something that isn't producing any fruit? Relationships should be fruitful, flourishing, fulfilling. Not this ride or die cycle trying to make it work. Because, well, I like him and I don't want to be single, so I'll settle for whatever. You know what you want. I know you do. You know what you want. You just don't know how to get it because you're really bad at setting and keeping boundaries. So I want you to start thinking of like relationships, dating, and honestly, your life as something you can co-create and co-author with God. Stop looking outwards for validation, for like a blueprint to relationships. You get to design it. You get to design it. So you don't have to listen to these cliches. And that's the point that I've been trying to make all week and will continue in the next two days. That's why I've titled this series, The Cliches in Dating That Are Holding Us Back because you are looking outward for somebody to tell you how relationships should go because inwardly you think you are doing something wrong because you're 35 and single. Now I'm gonna tell you something. It is very wise to have like good counsel, right? The Bible talks about that having good counsel, but guess what? Good counsel is not social media. Good counsel is not cliches from your older aunties and grandmas. It may not be. Look at their relationships. Do you actually want the kind of relationship they have? So 
it is wise to have counsel, but that means in mentors, coaches, pastors, somebody you actually look up to and want to be like, not somebody who's in the turmoil and drama like you. And, and just because they're older than you doesn't mean that they're more wise than you. And him having you or any woman doesn't automatically make him a good man. There are a lot of crappy men boot up. Boot up with good women too. Because that good woman is trying to force him into being the good man that she wants him to be. So she can get that saying, oh yeah, behind John, he a good man. And behind him is that good woman, Tiffany. Like, what does that mean? Question everything. And let, let me let me say this too, because I'm about to go. Y'all know I've been popping in here and doing lives um, randomly this week, doing my um, series, the cliches and dating that are holding us back. And I've been having these conversations be like 15, 20 minutes. And I know that I'm about to turn on the wonder years tonight, the new wonder years, the black wonder years, if that's what we want to call it. I never watched the original. So this wonder years is new to me. So I'm about to watch it. The only thing I'm not going to like, ugh, it's super heavy because of the time frame that it's in and all that black oppression and stuff. So we'll see if I can actually get through it and watch the season and the series. We'll see. But anyway. Okay, so I'm going to say this. You not having a man doesn't mean you're intrinsically, intrinsic, how do you say that word? <laughs> intrinsically bad. It doesn't mean you're automatically a bad person because you're single. And I wish you, I wish, I wish, and I pray for you. This is why I do what I do. I wish and pray for you that you stop seeing your single season as a punishment as something you're just like, well, I'm in this holding period and I can't get to the mountaintop of joy and fulfillment and happiness until I have, because that is not true. It's not true. You are where you are supposed to be. You are who you are just being. And the sooner you see that as a blessing, the sooner you see your singleness as a blessing, the sooner your joy will rise instead of like, oh, I'm single again. I'm a failure because I'm single. When you're confident in your singleness, as I am, because if you didn't know, 38, single, no kids. And listen, and I know it is really hard for us women who are high performers in our careers that have performed and did whatever we had to do to rise up the ranks. It's so hard for us to understand, like, Okay, so I've done this on this side in my professional life, but how come I can't figure it out in my love life? Which is why you ask me questions like, okay, well, what does that mean behind every good man is a good woman? Because I'm a good woman and where my good man at? Because you're like, but I'm doing so well over here. How come in my love life it's trash? It's because you don't. <laughs> there's, there's so many reasons, but one of them is, is because you haven't even studied yourself. You haven't went on a true self-love journey to find your voice, to hone in on you actually being confident in your singleness, in your walk in life. Because who tells you to go on that journey? It's not like in school. They're like, okay, so today we're going to have self-understanding classes. We're going to have self-actualization classes. No, they're trying to get you to remember the capitals of the 50 states. 
And so I, I always say it's like we, we, we get to high school and then we skip right over self-actualization into marriage and kids. And how well is that working out for us? So when you're confident in your singleness, that's how you will think like, yo, I'm good either way. I'm worthy regardless of my relationship status. Because trust me, I get it. I know what it's like, like I said, being a high performing woman, I've achieved in this area, but in the love area, according to some people, I haven't achieved. And you're looking at yourself like, I am a good woman and I'm fine too. I'm fine. I got a good body. I'm healthy. I'm this and that. Da, 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 da. And so sometimes I do be like, dang, too bad men about to miss out on this. Where my husband at? <laughs> and it, before like 2017 and before that used to bug me, which put me in a spiral of a whole bunch of dysfunctional relationships. And finally, after I went on my self-love journey, went on my solo trip to Mexico, you've heard that story before. Now I'm just like, okay. Now I can bounce back quicker when I have those negative thoughts. Like, okay, anyway. Because feeling lonely, that's a fleeting feeling. But I would rather feel lonely alone than lonely in a relationship like it used to be. I'm cool. Y'all gonna have that relationship stuff. I'm cool. I'm not forcing nobody to love me. I'm not, we're not doing that. You will come healed and whole on your own, sir. Because when you're confident in your singleness, you have the audacity to believe that you can get what you want. So now I'm at a period in my life where I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. With all the drama we done, And now that I've gone on like my true self-love journey, again, I stop myself before I play out that narrative again. I can see myself sometimes when I'm like dipping my toe in dating, me reverting back to the woman I was trying to like, I've said this before. I think I said this on Monday that I don't have trust issues. I have, do you like me issues? So, but do you like me? Do you? I'll tap dance for you. Look at me. Look what I can do. And I, I can catch myself quicker because I've done the work. And that's what I mean about knowing who you are deeper than your favorite color is blue before you ever date again. If you don't know who you are, you're not going to be able to catch yourself before you play out that narrative again. And I've stopped the dysfunction in myself. Therefore, I stopped the dysfunction with men and other people. Because everything rises and falls on relationships. Everything is about relationships. And I would argue if you're bad at setting and keeping boundaries with men, if you're bad at saying no with men, you're bad at that with everybody. Coworkers, kids, friends. You don't know where you end and they begin. Everything's blurred for you and you're not confident in speaking up for yourself. And I'm confident in my singleness so much so that I will never have that cycle again. And let me tell you, saying no is my favorite sentence, my favorite word. It's a full sentence. I love it. It's amazing. I follow instinct and gut on the first moment. Like Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they are, believe them. And I always go, oh, there they are. <laughs> and I believe. All right, we're done with day three of this series. So I'm going to leave you with two questions as I always do. So the question that I have for you today, the two, why do you think where you are in life right now is bad? Why do you think where you are in your life right now is bad?
And if you want to answer these questions, I would love to hear them. You can always slide into my DMs. I would love to start a conversation with you. Don't hesitate. Um, and then the second question is, why do you feel where you are right now in your life is bad? Who told you that? Who told you that you are intrinsically bad because you are single? Who told you you were a failure because you are single? All right. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll be back on live. Okay. Send me a DM if you need to. Bye. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? <laughs> you know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. <laughs> please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.